Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 24, 1992, the year in review on the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast here on Spotify. I'm your host, uh, as always, Ryan Klein, right? So I'm back down here at camp on a very, very sunny 75-degree-plus evening, everybody. Um, cold beer in hand, as always, guys and gals. Certainly looking forward to another great weekend down here, which tomorrow's weather is supposed to be even better. Sunshine all day with temperatures possibly, you know, in the 80s. Well-deserved, I must say, after last weekend, as it pretty much, you know, fucking rained the entire time. I mean, we didn't even see the sun until Sunday. So anyways, first and foremost, I want to jump right into Coach K's announcement this week to retire from the game of basketball at the end of next season. And I think everybody that knows me, or if you've listened to the podcast, you definitely know by now how much uh, Duke basketball means to me. So certainly they're my favorite team in my in my favorite sport. And look, as sad as it might be, I'm, you know, certainly not surprised. Everything has to come to an end at some time, which I knew this was coming sooner rather than later. And I also just want to say how happy I am that John Shire is going to get the job. Um, he is definitely the guy that I was expecting to take over when Coach K stepped down. So he played for Duke. He helped lead them to the 2010 NCAA championship. He had a brief stint in the NBA. And then uh, came back, and I think since 2014, he's been on Duke's coaching staff. Which, for like the last few years, you could certainly see that Coach K was kind of grooming him to be his uh, successor. And just like Jay Billis said this week, I mean, replacing Coach K, uh, this is like maybe the hardest, might be the hardest job in the history of coaching. Uh, but that's up for debate, right? Um, I mean, there's no... <laughs> There's no way anyone in any other, you know, sport could ever replace a legend like this. So let's just do some of the facts here. 46 total seasons, 42 seasons at Duke, five national championships, the all-time leader in wins with 1,170, the NCAA tournament record holder with 127 games coached, 97 wins, 25 Sweet 16s, 16 Elite eight appearances, and 12 Final Fours. Not to mention the coach of USA Basketball that basically put us back on top of the world. I mean, I could keep going, but this guy has literally done it all and then some. I mean, I would be here all night. So the only thing left to do is go out on top and win next year, number six, which I really think we got a good chance to do, especially with some of the guys we brought back couple of transfers and, you know, a really good elite, you know, recruiting class. No doubt Cameron Indoor Stadium is going to be rocking again. Uh, you know, COVID this year was a bad year for us. Uh, no excuses, though. But uh, moving on, I do want to touch on the first ever Memorial Day Royal Rumble that was held at Waldemar Amusement Park in Erie, PA on Monday. So apparently... Several fights broke out at the park on Memorial Day, which the video footage was pretty disturbing. Um, guys and girls, just, you know, people fighting all over the place. And look, it's also been said by the police that there were no cooperative witnesses and all involved in the fights appeared to be teenagers. So several uniformed Real Creek uh, police officers were hired at the park. And a few on-duty officers also responded to the scene. So clearly here, everybody, we got like a severe fucking problem at the park, though. Which, it is certainly something that has been in the making for a long time now. And look, I mean, you can definitely see this building up over the years. The guests, you know, that go there can be unruly and truly disrespectful, to say the least. But I, I just, just like the Mill Creek Mall, I mean, what do you expect? I, especially when it's free to get in and the kids are out of school, you know, where do you think they're going to go? They're going to go to the cool and popular hangouts, of course, right? Which naturally, this is also, you know, hot spots for crime. I mean, what they need to do, at least at Waldemar, 
They need a charge to get in. Naturally, you can't charge general public to enter, you know, a shopping mall. But no way should anybody be getting into the gate unless they have a pass or they've paid, you know, the daily entry fee. And that's for starters. Secondly, I mean, the park, you know, you can't open the park if you're not properly staffed to handle situations like this. But at the same time, I mean, who's going to think at a family amusement and water park that this type of shit's going to happen? I mean, when I was growing up, Waldemere was like the fun place for picnics, right? School picnics, church picnics, riding rides, playing games, shooting hoops. I mean, you know, they're always taking your money, whatever. But most importantly, you know, picking up girls. Nowadays, not so much. And I just want to know when we as a society are going to learn. I mean, clearly over the past year with everything that has gone on, we still have not gotten the message. And people need, I mean, look, we need to grow up. Parents need to start raising their kids a whole hell of a lot better. And look, I had a lot more to say on this, but Anyways, guys and gals, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. So last but not least, I would just like to welcome channel 104 to Sirius XM Radio. So that channel being the Tupac channel, which I've been calling for this for a long time. I do not know why this dude has not had his own channel. But anyways, it's here and hopefully it's here to stay. So that's channel 104 if you have Sirius XM Radio. And I mean, look, I say that because sometimes the stations are only temporary, like the Christmas station and all that stuff, the Halloween station. But, uh, and I did listen to it all the way up to camp today and it is freaking fantastic. So please, if you are a Tupac fan, you have to check it out. There were all kinds of interviews with other, uh, hip hop stars. It was just fantastic. Anyways, guys and gals on that note, that is going to wrap it up for the weekly intro. So I hope everybody enjoys the show and, uh, you know, sit back, relax, go grab a cold beer. And I will be uh, right back after this short break. Okay, folks, welcome back. So as I took that short break, you know, I go get another beer and my wife doesn't do a real good job of uh, making shots into the garbage can, which, you know, last week, me, Joe B's, Burr, we were uh, shooting empty beer cans over the canopy into the, uh, you know, where we throw the garbage out, right? The, uh, the beer can cooler, right? So Carrie just drained one and she doesn't drain a whole lot. And I told her, you know, like she just said, she should have yelled Kobe, which everybody always yells Kobe when they do it. But anyways, guys and gals, so let's jump into world news from the year 1992. So probably one of the biggest stories of the year were the riots that broke out in Los Angeles over the beating of black motorist Rodney King. So here we are almost, you know, 30 years later, kind of dealing with these issues all over again. Um, as we move on, so next we got the 27th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, where it prevented members of Congress from granting themselves pay raises during their current term, which I wish I... I, I, man, I wish I could give myself my own pay raise. But uh, anyways, you know, this amendment was originally proposed by James Madison, 1789. And it was not ever ratified officially until 1992. So moving on, and look, if I pronounce a couple things wrong here, I got some, <laughs> some names coming up. I don't know if I'll pronounce them right. So forgive me, guys and gals. But moving on, you got George H.W. Bush, right? So he attended a banquet hosted by Japan Prime Minister Kishi Miwizawa. So I think I did that okay. So Bush ended up vomiting on this dude's lap, and then he fainted. Which, out of this, a new Japanese word was born. So let me try this one. It is Bushusuru, which meant to do the Bush thing, or to vomit in public. So... Guys and gals, if you're ever out there vomiting in public, you know, you just pulled a Bushusuru. Anyways, you got, uh, you know, Democratic Governor Bill Clinton of Arkansas winning the 1992 presidential election, which he also went on to be named Time Magazine's Man of the Year. 
How about uh, the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that forcibly abducting a suspect from a foreign country so he can stand trial in the United States was constitutional? All right, guys and gals, so let's move on to pop culture news from the year 1992. So the spinner hubcap, right? So pretty popular back in the day. So this was invented by James J.D. Gregg or Grog, probably, I don't know, of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Also in 1992, the very first text message ever sent by Neil Papworth, and it said Merry Christmas, which apparently this had to be typed from a PC as phones, you know, didn't allow, you know, text entry at the time. Next, we got Hurricane Andrew hitting Florida, destroying a facility housing of Burmese pythons, releasing them into the wild, which now there are thousands of these non-native snakes just roaming around. Moving on, we got the game Mortal Kombat, right? Becoming the first game to ever get a mature rating, which this was absolutely and still is one of the best fucking games ever made, especially the arcade game. You know, I remember going to putt-putt all the time on Buffalo Road here in Erie, PA, playing the arcade game. And if you haven't played it and you're a gamer, you need to make this happen. Um, the original version, you know, the new ones are good, but, you know, check out the original. So let's not forget about the top-selling pinball machine of all time, right? So you got the Adams Family, which was made in 1992. How about the highest-scoring college basketball game in NCAA history, right? So this took place in 1992, where Troy defeated uh, Devry or DeVry University 258 to 141, which this is insane. Um, how about, you know, this is also the year that Long Island Lolita, Amy Fisher, shot the wife of her lover, Joey Buttafuoco, in the face, which she did survive, and later you know, divorce her husband. Probably a good idea at that moment, right? So moving on, 1992, McDonald's sold a burger called the McJordan. So this included all of like his favorite toppings, which I guess Michael Jordan was a huge, you know, still is, you know, loves barbecue sauce. And in 2012, apparently an unopened gallon of this 20-year-old McJordan barbecue sauce sold on eBay for like 10 grand. I mean, I think it was like, it was actually like 9995 bucks, but let's say 10 grand. Let's just stay on Michael Jordan for a minute. So we all know that he was and still is, you know, the ambassador of Nike. So his team, right, when he's playing for the Bulls, right, sponsored by Reebok. So his uniform, you know, always had a Reebok patch on the right shoulder. Now Jordan, you know, so he went and put an American flag on his right shoulder, you know, to completely hide the Reebok logo. So, you know, he proclaimed that, uh, the, you know, the American flag, you know, you can't deface anything, right, with the American flag. So, anyways, in 1992, also, Nike made a Super Bowl commercial, so staying on Jordan here, everybody, where an animated Bugs Bunny played basketball with a real-life Michael Jordan. You know, the commercial was so successful that Warner Brothers said, hmm, let's, uh, why don't we make it into a movie? And guess what? Let's call it Space Jam. Now, granted, I wasn't a big fan of it, but uh, I definitely know I'm not going to watch the new one with LeBron at all. So we're going to move on here. Um, how about Marlon Wayans? So this dude was cast as Robin in the 1999 or 1992 film Batman Returns. So... This guy still receives income from the film despite his character getting cut from the movie. Next, we got uh, some guy named Paul Lynch, right, from Great Britain. So he did 124 push-ups with one finger, which I'm still looking for some video on this, guys and gals, but uh, I'll keep you posted. Continuing on, continuing on, right? So there were 2,641 bank robberies in Los Angeles in 1992, which that basically averages like one every 45 minutes, which this is just fucking insane. And I, I don't know, you might like this one. So 1992 also became the year that Antarctica became known as the only continent on earth where dogs are banned. So reading the story, you know, I guess dogs, you know, I used to use them for sled dogs. 
but you know they were apparently banned over concerns that the dogs might transfer disease <laughs> to the seal population next we got uh famous boxing announcer uh michael buffer who you know he caught his catchphrase you know let's get ready to rumble right so trademarked in 1992 since then i mean this guy he's made hundreds of million dollars off this i mean i need to find me one of these but uh, i'm still working on it anyways here's another one that i'm going to try to pronounce so you got the rai raiugong hotel raiugong we'll, we'll go with that so apparently it is an unopened hotel in north korea which, despite being built in 1992, it is still unfinished, and it became known as the Hotel of Doom. So this next one's kind of crazy, kind of kind of messed up, but uh, a North Dakotan teen, so John Thompson. So he was home alone when he had both of his arms chopped off by a tractor in a freak farming accident. Right now, however, he managed to get up go inside and dial for help holding a, only a pencil in his mouth and this dude he, this kid he, he survived uh moving on so you got the rock band weezer love these guys um so apparently they got their name because uh frontman rivers como kumo however you guys pronounce it guys and gals right so he had asthma and he thought it would make a great name when they formed in 1992 so all the skateboarders out there, right? So Tony Hawk, you know, skateboards was founded in 1992. Last but not least, so a shipping container filled with like 28,000 rubber ducks was lost at sea. And I love this one. And to this day, apparently these things are still being found all over the world. And I mean, who knows? Maybe the pirates will wash some ashore when we hit the beach here in a few weeks. And uh, I mean, look, just staying on the rubber duck story for a minute. Hopefully you guys and gals all listened to the bonus episode last week, Kleins in the Camper Part 5. Here I talked about the very first Broken Straw 500 that we had down at the creek at uh, Memorial Day weekend, which this was just fucking fantastic. I mean, look, I thought I was at like the Kentucky Derby, Daytona 500, just watching like 150-some ducks racing down the creek, right? Pink, uh, yellow, blue, people were tailgating. And uh, it was it was a good time for all. But anyways, people, that is going to wrap it up for world news and pop culture. So stay right here and I will be right back after a word from our sponsor. OK, people, welcome back. So let's move into uh, sports from the year 1992. And I think it's safe to say, I mean, at least in my opinion, that the biggest story was the 1992 U.S a men's basketball dream team. So, I mean, look, this was the first American Olympic team to actually feature active professional players from the NBA. So, I mean, this team also has been described by journalists around the world as the greatest sports team ever assembled, assembled which I'm going to 100% agree with this. I mean, Jordan was on this team, so enough said. Um, nobody was going to beat this team. And all you young NBA fans out there that are listening to this pod, go ahead, assemble your squad. I will most certainly take the dream team any day and twice on Sunday. Take LeBron, take Durant, take Harden, take Curry, take Kyrie, take Dame, take whoever you want. I'm rolling with Michael Magic Larry and company without hesitation. So anyways, moving on, it has also been said by many of the players on the team that this Olympic win was like the highlight of, you know, those players' careers, which that is also, you know, leads up to the big question, right? Like what, sh what means more, winning an NBA championship or winning the gold medal for your country, which in my opinion, winning an Olympic gold medal for the United States should be viewed as a greater achievement than an NBA championship. And look, I will say this. I have not always thought this way, but as I've gotten older, I just think it's more special to win Olympic gold for your nation, which I mean, look, you're not just playing NBA teams, right? In the U S you're now playing teams from all over the world. 
represent your country. The other thing is, I mean, the NBA championship, it's crowned every year. And this is all, you know, once every four years, which I really think now you've got to seriously think about it because it's extremely special. And especially in the current state our country is in. And I think finding ways to come together as a nation, you know, can only build a better bond for our future, which the Olympics, you know, it's a great way to do this as Americans. Anyways, moving on during this NBA, uh, yeah player or anyways move on during this excuse me magic johnson right so uh, yeah i wrote this down so i got so magic was quoted as saying i look to my right there's michael jordan i looked to my left there's charles barkley there's larry bird he didn't know throw he didn't know who to throw the ball to and then michael jordan this is great everyone's gonna love this right so michael jordan came out and said that the biggest benefit for him was that he learned more about his teammates weak teammates weaknesses which, I mean, look, leave it to Jordan to say something like that, or Kobe. I mean, he literally had the killer instinct and a passion to just crush everybody, you know, foreign or domestic, I guess. And even for that small moment in the time where, you know, they were all teammates sharing the same goal to win the gold medal, Michael's just sitting there finding ways to beat him when they came back home. So moving on, I should also just point out that the 1992 Olympic basketball dream team. So these guys never took, you know, a single timeout the entire Olympic tournament. And in 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, they defeated, you know, their opponents by an average of 44 points per game in route to the gold, you know, when they played uh, against Croatia. And just in case you didn't know who was on the roster. All right, so here's the roster. You got Jordan, Magic, Bird, Barkley, Malone, Stockton, Ewing, Robinson, Drexler, Pippen, Mullen, and of course you have Leitner, which Shaq should have been on that team, but it is what it is. 11 of these 12 are now in the Basketball Hall of Fame, except for, you know, the infamous Leitner, right? So let's move on. Let's get to music, right? So a white guy from Canada... And uh, so this dude went on, went in the Guinness Book of World Records twice for having the best-selling reggae single in U.S. history, as well as the highest-charting reggae single in history. Um, best-selling and the highest-charting. Okay, I thought I got that right. So, and if you did not know, you know, the song was Informer, and it was by Snow, which I know, me and my bro Shano, Shano, what's up? Um, Shano's always on the pod, so we listen to this guy a lot, right? Now, my favorite song was Girl I've Been Hurt, and I just remember calling the radio station and requesting this song all the time back in the day. But I also did like, uh, what was it, uh, Lady with the with, Lady with the Dress. So anyways, uh, you know, you get the CD, we rock this constantly in the driveway. You know, we're playing Hoops Outside, which I'm not going to lie, I still play some of these songs today for sure. Definitely down at camp. Anyways, moving on. So you got Nirvana. So they were adamantly told, do not play the song Rape Me at the 1992 MTV Music Awards. So nevertheless, at the start of the performance, Kurt Cobain started playing the chords to Rape Me. As all these MTV producers probably sat there and were like, oh shit, watching it in horror. But he did switch back to Lithium as scheduled. Next, you've got the uh, Freddie Mercury tribute concert that was announced in 1992, where all 72,000 tickets sold out in like three hours, even though like nobody knew, like there were no performers even announced besides the remaining members of Queen. How about Sinead O'Connor, right? So if you don't know her, right, so she was best known as a bald singer and for, you know, her hit Nothing Compares to You. Good song. I liked it. Uh, so she tore up a picture of Pope John Paul II on Saturday Night Live, declaring, fight the real enemy. And then in 1997, in an interview with an Italian newspaper, apparently called Vita, she asked the Holy Father to forgive her. Now, there was no word said if he, you know, ever made such a declaration. But, I mean, I, I think I truly believe forgiving is included with the Pope's description. So I'm sure he did. Last but not least, right, so you got booty shaking, right? 
booty shaking dancing entered the mainstream with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back song, which I'm sorry, guys and gals, but this song, to me, was literally terrible, and it's still terrible now. But I'm all about the booty shaking. I mean, it's certainly all good. I definitely like to, you know, people that know me, I definitely like to get out there on the dance floor and chop it up. So, you know, especially during this time, because the girls were all, 1992, the girls were all rocking the Daisy Duke shorts back then. And speaking of the Daisy Duke shorts, right? So a buddy of mine, Braden, right? Um, hi, Courtney, how are you? Um, Courtney's boyfriend, Braden. So he texted me the other day, right? And he sent me a picture of a pair of guy Daisy Dukes, which apparently he thinks that uh, me, him, and Bob, and maybe Burr, when we go to the Outer Banks, we're, we're supposed to rock these on the beach. And I don't know, maybe maybe even bringing my cowboy hat out of retirement. But I'm pretty sure, Braden, this is not going to happen. Um, but hey, you never know, people. Like I've always said from the beginning of this podcast, I have never been afraid to put myself out there and rock some different fashion trends. But quite honestly, folks, uh, going out of banks, I, I rocking uh, Jean Daisy Duke shorts on the ocean, probably not my style. Probably just going to... Stick with my, uh, you know, simple Nike basketball shorts and my wife beater tank tops. But anyways, everyone, that is uh, it's going to wrap it up for sports and music. So stay right here and I will be right back after this short break, guys and gals. Okay, folks, welcome back. So let's take a look at the top 10 movies according to the box office, right, from the year 1992. So here's your top 10 list, right? 1 to 10, Aladdin, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Batman Returns, Lethal Weapon 3, A Few Good Men, Sister Act, The Bodyguard, Wayne's World, excuse me, Basic Instinct, and A League of Their Own. Which, right off the bat, you have Aladdin at number one. So definitely one of my all-time favorite Disney movies ever made. Next, you got Batman Returns, right? That's the last film with Michael Keaton as the Batman, which, as everybody already knows, that listens to the pod, and who knows me, I'm a huge Batman guy, but that's because I am the Batman. So, yes, I'm out every night when my kids go to bed, fighting crime, and, uh, you know, taking down the criminals. But anyways, these movies, you know, they really started to fucking go downhill after uh, Michael Keaton left the series. You know, at least Christian. You know, at least until Christian Bale, right? When he took over as the Cape Crusader in the Christopher Nolan reboot, two thousand five. Which, by the way, everybody, this could be the greatest film trilogy of all time. I mean, who knows? But we're gonna save it for save that debate for another. You know, Rise Got Five on it for a later date. And then, of course, after that, you had Ben Affleck in Batman vs Superman: Justice League, which this dude just a badass. I really thought. He played the part well. Definitely going to miss him. Hoping he comes back. And I think I've already mentioned right in another podcast, but the Snyder Cut of the Justice League is really, really good. Long, but, you know, it's way better than the original version, which, by the way, there have also been a lot of rumors right out there going around that some of these guys may be possibly coming back in the Flash movie 2022. Crazy enough, I mean, I've even heard like like George Clooney could be coming back, but I really hope that doesn't happen. I certainly love me some Clooney, just not as the Batman. Certainly as Danny Ocean, though. I mean, I, basically all these rumors, they're just going to continue until we finally find out who is going to be our Batman in The Flash. Who knows, maybe more than one of these guys. Maybe none. Maybe me. So stay tuned in. I will keep you posted. Naturally, I'm sure most of you have heard about Robert Patterson, Pat, Pattinson, right? Taking the lead role in 2022 film, The Batman, which I'm really trying to stay optimistic about this as I'm not a big fan of this guy, but, you know, I don't know if he's right for the part. We're going to see. Warner's already saying it's terrible. They might have to reshoot it. All I know is that the movie better be fucking fantastic as I do not want to be disappointed you know, it could possibly ruin my 2022. I mean, not really or anybody. I mean, it's just, I'm over-exaggerating a bit. A theater movie for sure. 
uh, probably, you know, be my one or two for the year is Tinseltown in Erie. Just not my cup of tea anymore. I mean, it's kind of filthy and disgusting. It's just, it's kind of gross in there, but definitely not like the good old days when I think I went to the movie theater at least, you know, once or twice a week. Anyways, one more thing about Michael Keaton before I move on. It definitely looks like he's coming back in the uh, Beetlejuice 2 sequel. And I'm also hearing Johnny Depp is also going to be in this film. But anyway, sorry people, we got to move on. It's my fault. I just, I like talking about Batman movies and uh, which I could literally talk about this all day. I could probably even do like an entire podcast on Batman movies um, so, you know, speaking of, without, you know, letting the cat out of the bag, I probably got something in the works here for a future episode. So let's get back to the list, right? Yeah. So yeah, Leave the Weapon 3, another classic film in the series, right? Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, which I've also heard both of these dudes are coming back for Leave the Weapon 5, and it's going to probably be the last and final film in the series. Naturally, you know, I said, uh, you know, a few good men. Not much to say on this, you know... Uh, guys and gals, I talked about last week in the Memorial Pod. Just a star-studded cast. Tom Cruise, once again, killing it. Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth. Last but not least, you know, you got The Bodyguard, another great, you know, movie off the list. Definitely one of my faves from the 1992. Uh, Costner, Whitney, I Will Always Love You, the soundtrack, which, if you didn't know, is the biggest-selling movie track of all time. Anyways, here's a few other movies that didn't make the top 10 list, right? So you got Juice with my boy Tupac, Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood, which, by the way, he did turn 91 years old this past uh, week on Memorial Day Monday. Under Siege, right? Here's Seagal again, right? This dude was just making movies left and right during these, uh, you know, last the last few early episodes or yearly episodes that I've done. Son of a Woman, Al Pacino. My Cousin Vinny with Joe Pesci. I mean, definitely one of the best comedies ever made. And if you haven't seen this, please, it's a must-watch. Um, far and Away, needless to say, another Tom Cruise hit, which is probably one of my favorite Cruise movies ever made, where he's like, you know, do you like my hot shining? Tell me, tell me you like my suit. I've earned this. You know, and Nicole Kidman's yelling like, Joseph. Anyways, I could do that for a long time too, but... Anyways, moving on, we got Reservoir Dogs, right? Probably one of the best gangster movies of all time. Which I know, you know, we talked about this in one of the very first pods, I think, right? On one of the top five best gangster movies ever made. Um, you got White Man Can't Jump, Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, Billy Hoyle, The Chump. Uh, another Wesley Snipes, you got Passenger 57. Uh, which all I got to say now is, wow. I mean, it's just like... This list goes on and on and on and definitely fantastic year for film. Uh, one certainly worthy of a draft, maybe some debate, who knows, maybe Klein's in the camper this weekend for a bonus episode, I don't know yet, but uh, all I know is, I mean, that we would have to have at least four people in this draft to be relevant. So let's move on, let's get to TV shows. So the only one I'm going to talk about today is it's the start of the real world, right, on MTV which, like, prior to this, the network was only known for running 24 hours of music videos. Yeah, believe it or not. Which, I know I say this a lot, but these were definitely the good old days, guys and gals. And in my opinion, this reality TV show just started the decline of MTV and probably TV in general. Nowadays, you're lucky to even see videos anymore. It's literally all TV shows all day long on MTV. None of this shit's good. They're all terrible. It's just really sad. I mean, I want my MTV. I want my music videos back. I should not have to go to YouTube to watch my music videos. I mean, MTV does stand for music television, right? But anyways, I mean, look, this reality show was one of the first ever made. And, you know, probably one of the longest reality, you know, series in history. So I think it aired, you know, 1992 all the way up to probably 2017, I think. And basically, I mean, look, if you don't know this, each season would just, what would happen? Seven or eight young adults were picked to temporarily live in a new city together in one residence while, you know, being filmed nonstop, which this just signaled 
trouble from the get-go. Now, the series was, you know, it was actually hailed, you know, in its first, in its early years, you know, depicting issues of contemporary young adulthood relevant to, you know, its core, core audience, you know, sex, prejudice, religion, abortion, illness, AIDS, death, politics, whatever, substance abuse. But later it started to gain a reputation as a showcase for immaturity and irresponsible behavior, you know, kind of my, kind of like Waldemar in Erie, which, I mean, don't even get me started on Jersey Shore guys and gals. And look, I know a lot of people out there like this show, but it, it's a fucking joke. I mean, I'm sorry, but don't hate me. Don't stop listening to the pod because I said that. But I mean, this world is all about reality TV today and it's not doing us any favors. I mean, if anything, it's basically showing us how not to live. And I mean, honestly, it's probably more scripted now than anything. You know, got to get the ratings so people are going to watch it. But anyways, folks, that is going to wrap it up for movies and TV shows. So uh, stay right here and I will be uh, right back after a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Joe Bees, the host of the Beehive Sports Podcast. Do you love uncensored looks in all things sports? If you said yes, then this podcast is the place for you. The Beehive Sports Podcast features a number of segments and topics, including current events in the sports world, sports history, sports betting, a look into the darker stories in sports, and much more. The Beehive Sports Podcast can be found on several platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also search the Beehive Sports Podcast on Facebook, where you can interact with other listeners as well as myself. Don't wait. Tune on in to the weekly episodes today. Okay, folks, let's get into uh, this week's version of Rise Got 5 on it. Now, I actually saved uh, this last pop culture fact just for this moment. So, yeah, Carrie's closing the window. So, um, in 1992, um, cable TV's Nickelodeon... Right, apparently buried a time capsule with a lot of shit in it, like you know, a Game Boy, Reebok. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, first off, say hi then. Hi. I was saving that. All right. Um, Reebok pump sneakers, Twinkies, the movie Home Alone on VHS, and Gak. So Gak. Which, if you guys and gals do not know what Gak is, never fear. I'm here to tell you. It's like freaking slime. So it was the slime, right? Yeah. Used on the Nickelodeon TV show Double Dare. Back in the day. So just a classic fucking TV show. If you've never seen it. And uh, look. I'm sure. I'm not, I mean I'm not sure if they still show reruns. But if you know. If they do check it out. Anyways I've heard that the, the time capsule. Is going to be reopened in the year 2042. You know 50 years later to the date. Which I thought this would be really really cool. And I started to just you know. Think about. What I would bury in a time capsule. If I had a chance. Oh, God. And honestly, no, no, Carrie, I'm so intrigued (laughs) by this that I think when we go to OBX in like a few weeks from now, I mean, we're absolutely going to do this, I think. And, you know, you're going to bury a random time capsule. Who knows? Right there on the beach or something like that. Maybe at Biscuits and Porn. We haven't been there yet. Me and the fam. Who knows? Uh, Maybe some of our other friends and family want to partake. And, uh,. So anyways, I thought, you know, what better way to close out this week's show than having a little, you know, debate on the all-time top five items to be put in a time capsule, which... This is hard. Which, I mean, the wife is already back, you know, I, you know, so, you know, Carrie's already said hi. But before we start, I want to draw the winner of the $25 Amazon gift card giveaway. From the list of people that are eligible because they responded to last week's Memorial Day show with their favorite military movie or they uh, commented on the uh, draft between me and Carrie or whatever. And actually, anybody that listened to the bonus episode of Clients in the Camper Part 5. With the moms. With the moms. Which declines in Everrange in Southern California was not Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes. But it's okay. Um... So, and first off, I do want to say this. So, we, I am well over 2,000 listens right now, and this is absolutely fantastic. I mean, we're killing it, people. Guys and gals, thank you. 
Um, but I only had like, out of like the 95 to 100 people, I mean, guys, I'm giving away free shit here. So like, only like, what do we got? Seven? I, I think. Seven people responded, which is fine. I mean, just listen. I don't care. Just listen to the show. You got Pot Shilcott in there? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we, got we do. We got Shilcott in there? Yeah, we're just making sure we have We got people. Sam. Yeah. We got yeah. Kimmy, as always. Yeah, Kimmy's, Kimmy's probably like the favorite of the show right now <laughs> because... Uh, I mean, we know... Steve I mean, Matthijs. Steve Matthijs. He's in I mean, there. He already won. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Bob. Yeah, Bob Heim. Yeah, Shano's in there. Sam I Am's in there. Mitchell's in there. But uh, anyways, guys, right. guys we're going to pull... All right. right, here. Why don't you pull it and I'll okay. read it. And like I said, if you, right, live in another, it. if you live in another state, we have already found yeah, you. We can mail you a gift card. Oh. Who is it? Well, it's well-deserved. Your biggest fan. My biggest fan, I believe. Kimmy. Kimmy! Kimmy is the, the winner. Kimmy! Kimmy! Kimmy, we have not bought the gift card yet. Yes. So, Kimmy, you get to pick what gift card you want. As yeah. long as I can get it at Giant Eagle, yeah. and it's $25. Yeah, just let us know. I mean, send it to, we'll talk about, you know, Aww, private message. Yeah, Kimmy, you already, look, the, the first... The first few t-shirts, when we start making these, are going to go to... Steve Matice, Kimmy. Kimmy, yeah. Oh, oh Shane. Shane O'Mac. I mean, yeah, Lass. I mean, like, a lot of guys at Joe B's. I mean, well, I mean, it's like, look. All right, so... Yay, Kimmy. All right, so let's start. How do you want to okay. do the draft? I, I, uh... Well, I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, I All want right, you well, to go first. say what it is. All right, so what would you put in a time capsule? Top five things you would put in a time in capsule. In a time capsule. See, this is hard. Okay, this is hard. All right. All right. Um, like, because is it personal? Like, if you did a personal time capsule? I think it's with everybody. I mean, it, it, whatever. It's All right, just... if I had my own time capsule... Well, I mean, yeah, but if you put it in with people, though, too. I mean, they, they, they drop this in for Nickelodeon, okay. so. All right, all right. Anyways, we're all getting, right. like, a little too All right, what do you got? That. First pick. Um, I'm going to do a family photo. Family photo? Yes. All right. What would be my first pick? Which, yeah, I think I have that on the list. Which, people, guys and gals, you I know mean, me. Obviously. I always say I have that on the list. Um. Okay, I think with my first pick, I am going to go with... Uh, the Dark Knight DVD. I'm going to put that in my time capsule. I just think that people... Are going to forget about it? I don't know. I mean, what if it's... Is it a movie of the times? Who knows? Okay. I mean, I just think I need... I need that. Okay, I got so, you. I mean, it's your time capsule. Yeah, and it's my DVD, so I mean, I, I would like to give that up. So... So wait, do I scratch off DVDs all No, I don't think you do. I mean, I think you can go... I think I do. Yeah, I think you do, too. I okay. think that's fine. I think I do. All right. Okay. My second pick, I'm going to go with a White Claw or a Truly. That's good. How long... Like, How many years are they looking into this time capsule? It, we, haven't, we haven't designated it, but who cares? Okay. It's going to be a long time ago. Huh? Okay. Alright, so with my second pick, I'm going with the CD, Tupac, All Eyes on Me. I definitely want that in a time capsule. I'm so winning that. Um, well, how do you know? Because that, that CD will never die. Well, you don't know that. Okay. You don't know that. I just think that I needed a movie, and I needed some music, so... I went there. So Shit, I, I wish I would have picked this one before the White Claws uh, and the Trulies. Oh, were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. Okay. My next pick, I'm going COVID face mask. Yes, I had that. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I mean, I absolutely have that. I mean, that's, yeah. COVID face mask. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, face masks aren't going anywhere, but for COVID, yeah. hopefully they are. All right. Um, I, let's, where else do I go here? Um, so with my third pick, all right, so you kind of took that, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, I think I'm going to go with my journal. 
Um, which folks, guys and gals, I have a lot of oh, journals. Oh, your own personal journals? Yeah, my journals. I mean, I might just, I mean, I have uh, lots of those. See, I'm going like society. Um, but I think I'll take my journals. I mean, these are movies, you know, TV shows waiting to happen if anybody ever reads any of these things. But uh, I thought I'd go with my journals. I don't know. Wait, what am I on? I mean, it's very hard. I mean, you're on four. It's hard. Yeah, it's very hard. Oh my god, what would I put in my time capsule? Like, some of these I can't, like, shove in a time capsule except for, like, a picture of it. Well, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's, you're doing well. I like your pic. I like all your pics so far. Can I go Facebook and YouTube? How do you put Facebook and YouTube in a time capsule? Like, can I put, like, okay, we'll skip those ones. I mean, you can't really but, put that right. in there. I'm gonna yeah. go. Mmm! I'm going to go on an actual pack of cigarettes. I had that. Did you? <laughs> yes, I had Marlboro Lights on my list. It was actually... we are the younger generation, yes, it was as actually, sad as it is, yeah, is vaping. Yeah, it was number one. It was actually number one on my list. Cigarettes? Yeah, Marlboro Lights. Mm. Um, I think with my fourth pick, you know, like I'm trying to leave society something sweet. So I left you a DVD. I left you a movie. I left you some mu music. M music music yeah so i'm gonna leave you with my greatest video game ever made so grand theft auto san andreas oh, that's a good one will be in my time capsule uh and that was on the uh playstation 2 was uh, it oh yeah well I mean, it's been on all of them we've but... been along or been together yeah long yeah i remember that video game came out yeah we used to play it on our what 1038 1038. No, we lived on West 38th. West 38th. What was our address, though? Ten, was it 1038? I don't remember. All our addresses had 10-something in them. Yeah. Yeah. 1038 um, was next to Luchetti's. Oh. Um, okay. Right? So it's me. Yeah, so this is your last pick. My last pick. Your last pick. I am going to... I'm... I'm going to be so basic, and I'm just going from, or going with a newspaper from that day. Yeah, I have that too. That was actually like my third pick. Well, I mean, I mean, just my third pick on the list. I didn't know where I was going to take these, but, excuse me, I'm burping here, but, uh, oh, that's gross. well, whatever. I think with, wait a second. What? One, two, three. Four, Hang five. Hang on. No, we're wrong. Why? One, two, three, four, five. One. Oh, yeah, it is fifth. Sorry. Oh, my God. How many beers you have? I haven't even really drank that much. All right. That's a, you say that all the time, yeah. and it's like you're... So I think it. with my final pick, I, I do not want to do this, but, I mean, I am going to leave the world with a pair of my Nike Kobe Bryant sneakers. Um, I think the world... They need them. They might need those later in life. Are we doing an honorable mention? Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to do honorable mentions. Okay. So, I mean, I, I like the list. I mean, I got I got stuff that I like. All right. Just like you're going to leave the world with your Kobe Bryant sneakers. Yeah. I'm going to leave the world with black leggings. So, this is your honorable mention. Yes. That's my honorable black, mention. Black leggings. Leggings. Okay. Because they are going to go out okay. at some point in time. But every girl wears them. Maybe some boys. Right. Black leggings. I mean, look, I I have so many more. Well, we can talk let's about talk, it. Let's talk about it. Well, no, no, I'm not done yet. Oh. All right, my, my honorable mention is going to be um, Raymond Noodles. Um, I just believe that... Wait, uh, can we look up how long they've been around? I don't know. Them bitches are not going anywhere. Ramen, ramen or Raymond? I'm, I'm leaving... Raymond Ramen. Ramen. That's ramen. a good debate. I'm leaving Ramen Noodles. That's a good... What do you call him? Raymond? I call him Raymond Noodles. Or Roman? I call him Raymond. I call him Raymond, too. And All do right. you like him brothy or dry? I like him dry. I do, too. I've always... Peyton likes him brothy. Yeah. All right, so let's just check this out. All right, so we're good. Um, what else you got on your list here? I got, I got a lot more. <laughs> I do, too. I right. have... Um, Crocs. Crocs? You got cell phone? I do. I have iPhone or yeah. Galaxy um, phones, just like the Nokias. Remember the Nokias and the yeah. Blackberries? I mean, I had poem, but there's poems in my journal. 
So if you get poem, my journal, poems don't ever a, po- a poem. But if you get my journals, you have poems in them. I, but a poem, like poems, that doesn't make any sense. Poems have been around for whatever. Years. I mean, I have hand sanitizer, roll of toilet paper. <laughs> um, <laughs> I snort them. You know, and Batman fireball, 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 Batman Lego set. Fireball um, got real hot for a while. I had never even heard of it yeah. when I was 21. I have um, USB cards, yeah. just like the floppy disk. Facebook, YouTube, MySpace. I put a $20 bill in there. Why? I don't know. $20 bills. I mean, they probably won't have those. won't have a $20 bill. And... I think your list is like really suspicious. How about a list of prices? Uh, no. Can we not do that? Right. Prices? What do you... Wait, wait you got to press... Uh, prices? I, I said gasoline. Gas? Yeah. yeah. But you can't put gas in a time capsule. Well, yeah. Who knows? Um, I also had a wallet. That's true. Wallets, wallet. yeah. Because everything's on your phone or um, like you just Apple Pay you got or. Else? No. No, I went through my. I said a letter. I mean, I have a photo of myself. I should have probably put that in my top five. Yeah, that's. Because that's going to fade. Because it is uh, me, myself, and I. I have a Titleist Velocity Golf Ball. Why, you think that's going to go away? I don't know. I love the, I love the title. No, I, I put... It's a good golf ball. But... I put a letter. Does anybody write a letter? I mean, I do. I write letters. I write poems. To who? You write poems and you write podcasts well, to yourself. A letter uh-huh. is something you send to someone else. Right. I also had the uh, Machiavelli, The Prince, the book. I mean, that's out there, but I mean... It's out there. It's yeah, but it's do, are fun. people going to read? Probably not. People don't even read now, let alone... I mean, I read a lot. Oh, my so, God. You're getting into shit that I don't even want to get All right. Into. Well, I wrote a lot down. I wrote a lot down. I mean, people still read, like, The Hungry Caterpillar, and that came out years right. ago. So people might still be reading right. what you're talking about. Um, what else we got? So I, I, I think we're done. So look, guys and gals... Um, anyways, folks, look, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Um, as always, Kimmy, you deserved it. You got it. Kimmy. Um, you are probably one of the top fans. I mean, I have, I think. Kimmy, text me your address. 50 to 60, like top fans. But I mean, Kimmy comments every day, every weekend. Um, so... I mean, look, as always, guys and gals, please feel free to comment on my Facebook or my Instagram page or Carrie's, you know. Yes, I count too. um, With what you might, I mean, what are you guys and gals going to leave in a a time capsule um, for you, for future generations to dig up? Oh, Doc Martens. No, those things aren't going anywhere. But as always, thank you for subscribing and listening to Ready For It? You gonna do it? You gonna help me with it? I will. The number one pop culture podcast in America for guys and gals out there. Me, myself, and Rye. No, you were supposed to come in with that. All right, it's okay. I know you took my part. All right, but anyways, this is RJK um, signing off, and we will probably drop a clients in the camper tomorrow, and uh, I will see you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.